on this show, this particular show, and I had begun it with a longish kind of a meditation on some personal matters, because it's been really rough lately uh, for me and the family. Seems like I say that all the time, but I don't know, just how it is. I thought better of uh, using the spiel that I did, it just goes on for too long, and it, it's stuff that most people aren't going to care about or be able to make much use of. So I'm going to skip all that and get right to the show this time. It's possible that some of the things that were on my mind might get addressed in the course of the show, and uh, it's probably a better way to address them by doing it musically rather than uh, wool gathering. But one thing I am going to do tonight is I want to play some new music from some very talented friends of mine. As of this recording... They are all still, still my friends, I think. And I'm going to start this with a new version of a song that I loved listening to when the scales were rolling around doing our little van tours. I remember a moment in time when, for me, this was the one, man. This one in Money Talks by ACDC. I'd be bouncing around drunk in the back of the van, playing these ones over and over again, gleefully. And I'll play that original version later. But we're going to start with the new, very different take on it by its composer, the leader of the wonder stuff, my old chum, Miles Hunt. It's not the anthem that I enjoyed in my youth. It's a wizened version for the old man I am now. So thank you for that, Milo. Yeah, Miles and I, we've sung together and sloshed spirits together in New York and Los Angeles and in Dublin. My son wound up with his name, so a toast to Milo. And here's a real corker from his new collection of revisitations, The Custodian 2. Welcome to Buckaroo Holiday, and welcome to the cheap seats. I'd run the lawnmower over his 
Imagine the disturbance at the time of the occurrence Life became a burden, we laughed at his cries Oh, in another world Yeah, he could wear a dress Oh, in another world
through the changes And no one knows what's going on And everybody changes places But the world still carries on Love must always change to sorrow And everyone must play the game It's here today and gone tomorrow But the world goes on the same played that one before possibly i don't know it's alan price so uh, it's not unlikely that i would have chosen that one before from the wonderful oh lucky man soundtrack film in which he appeared as well as writing all these songs that act as a greek chorus throughout the movie based on the melody for what a friend we have in jesus changes Maybe I'll do a Buckaroo Holiday Extra all about Alan Price, just to <laughs> just to waste my time. Uh, but uh, I think uh, Alan Price's best work is incredible. A lot of his stuff I don't dig too much. It's uh, either this kind of blues-based Brit-, Brit rock that doesn't strike me as anything special, or... Uh, this strange kind of cabaret, middle-of-the-road type stuff. But he had a period where he was writing just incredible songs. And of all the songs I know, they're the ones that I philosophically connect with most completely. I guess you could call it cynicism, pessimism, fatalism, I don't know. It's probably a dark view. I think it's the true view. But it's not hopeless. It's not self-indulgently um, doomy at all it's about life and uh, if you can go through life and not see the um, wisdom and the truth and the kind of stuff Alan Price sings about then you are indeed a lucky man or woman I'd say philosophically it's uh, the clearest example of what I believe in along with um, Marcus Aurelius meditations as pretentious as that sounds this stoicism, you know, it helps me through the night. And the William Blake proverb, drive your cart and your plow over the bones of the dead. Which also sounds pretty dark, 
but it implies that you're driving your cart and your plow somewhere. And that we are for the time being. Before that, that was Norma Winstone, fantastic British jazz singer, recreating a performance that she had done for an album on ECM called Music for Large and Small Ensembles by Kenny Wheeler. And I think that performance there was from a tribute concert to Kenny Wheeler after his death. That's part of a long suite called the Sweet Time Suite. And that was called Opening, appropriately enough. Recently was talking to Jim Allen about a lot of that British jazz, um, 60s and 70s and 80s, so forth. Uh, it has its own unique qualities. A lot of great music. I might be playing some more of that, but uh, they brought that to mind seemed appropriate as a kind of an invocation for tonight's show kind of taps my mood a little bit too and at the top again miles hunt with his new version of welcome to the cheap seats an amazing song uh one of many amazing songs he's written uh and as i said i'm going to be playing some other friends of mine who've been very busy very creative And I played these songs with love and with great respect for these artists because uh, not only are they friends, but their friendship uh, honors me because um, because they've shown you know this similar respect to me, which uh, is kind of unbelievable. And I'm glad that at least they've continued to create great stuff. And you'll hear some more stuff from some other friends of mine later, as well as that original Irresistible version of Welcome to the Cheap Seats. Okay, here's someone I didn't know, personally. Did see him perform once. Great show. Leon Russell.
Now, back when I was a kid, somebody gave me that album, the Rocky soundtrack. I had no interest in Rocky, the soundtrack, really. I, I liked the movie, but I didn't really... Yeah, I wouldn't have gone out and bought it, you know. At the same time, I think I was given a copy of Listomania, the Ken Russell movie soundtrack. And, you know, these things, I had no interest in them, but I would listen to them because somebody gave it to you, and you never know, right? And I ended up really liking it. So that song which you hear a bit of in the movie, a snatch of the movie. It's like the love theme between Adrian and Rocky, you know. And uh, that recording, like a lot of this kind of, um, what do they call it, source music in movies? The kind of music you hear in a car radio in a scene or on a television set or in an airport, you know, and it's um, usually just a segment of it. And you hear the whole thing on the record, and there it is. And that's uh, You Take My Heart Away by Nelson Pigford and Dieta Little, written by Bill Conti, who I gotta say is a genius as far as uh, squeezing royalties out of the same piece of music twice at least in that movie, because that music, of course, is the same music as Gonna Fly Now, <laughs> with just this Philadelphia soul overlay. But I think it's great. I really like it. So what are you gonna do? There it is. Yo, Adrian! I got Buckaroo Holiday over here. <laughs> Before that, we had a track by Caravaggio called Hall of Mirrors. And that's from an album called Caravaggio Returns, about which I know nothing whatsoever. Stumbled across it one day. I don't know what I was looking for, but I found that. And I like this sound of it. It's just a, it's a great, smooth, classic synth sound dance piece. Pretty recent. There's no information on it. I can't find anything. As you can probably guess, looking up Caravaggio leads to a lot of stuff about the painter. And I can't find anything out about this artist. So if you know anything about Caravaggio, let me know and I'll fill people in next time. But uh, I just like the track, Hall of Mirrors. Leon Russell's Bluebird came from the album Will of the Wisp, 1975. I like anything that weds hopelessness to uh, kind of upbeat, beautiful music. And speaking of that, yes, speaking of that, isn't this dramatic? Uh, uh, here's a version of one of the most beautiful songs ever.
pretty is the loving smile your sweetheart gives to you. And pretty is the sunlight that sits on the sycamore tree. But the prettiest thing, so the saying goes, is a pretty little miss with a freckled nose. And the prettiest one I ever to behold But the prettiest thing that'll take the prize Is a pretty little miss with the shining eyes And the prettiest one I ever The big brass band of the barbecue No, the prettiest thing I ever knew Is you, is you, is you, is you
Well, a little vinegar with your corn, huh? That was a piece by Aegon Vilish. That's how I'm going to pronounce his name anyway. Did I ever play him before? See, I don't remember anything anymore. I might have played something by him. Um, Aegon, E-G-O-N, Vilish, W-E-L-L-E-S-Z. Composer you should know. String quartet number six. Part of it, anyway. That really austere modernist impulse as well as a great sense of chordal lushness and melodic beauty seemed to be a good counter to Ed Ames singing a song by Jones and Schmidt who I play a lot of their stuff you'd think that they were my favorite Broadway composers they're not but I happen to like a lot of their stuff they, they did um, I Do I Do they did uh, The Fantastics that was from 110 in the Shade and um I kind of owed it to Ed Ames because he threw a tomahawk at Johnny Carson's crotch, and for that alone, he's great. He played a Native American sidekick, uh, Daniel Boone, even though he was Jewish. And while we're talking about cultural insensitivity, let's address the issue of Sukiyaki, which is the American title, slapped onto that song that you heard at the top of that, the original title of which are the first words you hear uh, Kyo Sakamoto sing in the hit version of it, Uwe o Mute Aruko, something like that. means I look up as I walk. You know, you uh, walk through heartbreak and you walk along in life and you, you look upwards toward the sky so that people don't see the tears that you're crying. It's a deeply moving song to me. And that version may sound crappy, and I don't know who did it, actually. It's from a CD that I had of something I downloaded from Soulseek years ago. It was a collection of Japanese artists doing pop versions of Japanese songs for an American audience, presumably. And, um, you know, everybody's heard Q Sakamoto, but uh, those that... There's something about that version that touches me, even though the sonics are sketchy. Thought I'd retrieve it and offer it to you like a dead mouse on the doorstep. I don't mind corn. I think, you know, you know what I think about corn. It's a lot of these deep emotions, these real emotions that we feel in life uh, get relegated to that embarrassing little cabinet called corn or sentimentality or whatever. I don't buy any of that crap. Uh... For me, it's about as real as anything, about as meaningful as anything. So when you hear those corny songs, you don't like them, you know, live with it. Now back to this theme I had of uh, some new recordings from friends of mine. This is a new album by a band called Love in Reverse, who had their shot on Warner Reprise back in the 90s and kind of got snookered by the record business and one of the myriad ways they fuck people over. So they got a new album out after years of not producing anything under that name. Now, Andres Carew, I've talked about, I've worked with him, and it was some of the most satisfying musical sessions I've ever done. And Michael Ferentino, I played a track by him on a recent show. He just can't stop making great music, and it's all over the map. And I'll talk a little bit more about them and this album after this set, but I just want to get right to it. This tune jumped out at me right away, out of a field of great songs. It has a little bit of that Bolin T-Rex glam to it as well as a uh, classic alternative rock thing that fits right in with the uh, previous Love and Reverse sounds and updates them. And the field just kills, man. It's great. Love and Reverse. Blood Donor. 
wanna be a blood donor for you.
settled me good I've taken to drinking And given up food I'm buying an island Somewhere in the sun I'll hide from the natives Live only on rum I'm selling my memoirs I'm writing it down If no one will pay me I'll burn down the town So shady and cool 
white marble fountain in a clear sparkling pool a lovely stone cold yard with a lacy iron about it for God where I could wait yes he built me a cold yard like he promised he by Bobby Gentry, truly gifted and mysterious performer who made a big splash with Ode to Billy Joe and then recorded a bunch of albums and appeared on television all the time and then quit, stopped performing only a couple of years after that big success. Just got sick of it, lived a long, happy life. I think she's still alive, but uh, that album was uh, the Delta Suite and it's a great album full of this uh, southern gothic impressionistic sort of stuff in some ways kind of like a uh, Scott Walker kind of a thing to me uh, not specifically the work but the, the kind of performer, the kind of songwriter the kind of approach to things from the Grand Hotel album, Procol Harum with a rum tale remember when uh, my brother's marriage fell apart around the time that album came out and uh, he became real fond of that song and uh, in a kind of a literal and metaphorical way lived it out um, very adventurous composition there's a lot to it um, and that whole album's really really good and then before that was Wire from Pink Flag that EP uh, it was real milestone in, I don't know, punk or with New Wave, which is what they were calling it at that time. New Wave didn't mean guys in skinny ties. It was a term invented to sort of do away with punk as a catch-all. But then, um, then I guess Wire became known as a post-punk band, which gives it that latter-day intellectual patina. So whatever terminology floats your boat, the song is the song, and the song is Reuters. And speaking of uh, terminology, Reuters was what you call a news agency. This was a... Uh, there were a series of these, and the, their, their job was to hire, all over the world, 
correspondents, journalists, and photojournalists to um, cover important stories, whether it was uh, natural disasters or armed conflicts or crimes or elections, which might be another kind of crime, depending on how it's done. Um, and the aim was to be as objective as possible to get the actual information to people so they could know what went on in the world. And uh, it was a quaint custom, obsolete, like so many quaint customs. And as I mentioned at top, an infernally catchy number from the new album, I'm an Illusion by Love in Reverse. Blood Donor is the name of the song. And uh, it's just one of many irresistible numbers on this great album. I remember I was at a party one time some years ago uh, and I met Russ Teitelman who's a kind of record industry legend. He's written great songs. He wrote the greatest girl group song ever along with Jerry Goffin I Never Dreamed. Produced everybody from Brian Wilson to Rod Stewart and to uh, Randy Newman and on and on and on. A musician. And, uh, anyway, he was there. I was thrilled to meet him. He's a great guy uh, I thought. Uh, gave me a Cuban cigar. In the course of our discussion, um, mentioned that I was friends with a band he produced, Love in Reverse, and he was whoa, those guys were great. Uh, th he thought that Michael Ferentino was an uh, outstanding songwriter and that Andres Carew was a musician like a few others. I agree. Great, great new album. Check it out. And, you know, these guys... Um these guys aren't out there performing. They're not aligned with major record labels, if there is such a thing anymore. I'm going to be playing something a little bit by my friend Lane Steinberg. And um, he has in common with uh, the guys in Love in Reverse and Miles Hunt that they're all locked down like everybody else is. So these, these guys um, work, you know, work as tight as far as that goes. And recordings don't pay the way they used to every little bit helps so if you like any of these tracks look them up and uh, please buy something by one of these guys they uh, I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't think they were great I know a lot of musicians and uh, I'm just singling these guys out because they are I think first-class talent they inspire me I might actually even do some more music I know, stop the presses. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Try to relax. Try to calm yourself. It'll be a while. By the way, I do have uh, some stop the presses kind of news, breaking news. Um, I Just today, just 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 now, as this is happening, I got another commission. <laughs> another fan, another uh, friend of the show has commissioned a custom show. I'll be announcing it shortly. Right now, I'm preoccupied with finishing this one. But... Uh, I, listen, I like this trend, you know. Um, I think, again, I'm going to do a regular show devoted to the topic that this person is uh, asking, requesting. And I may do a uh, another dormer <laughs> on the Patreon. And just like I told you to support my friends buying their records, you can support my Patreon if you want to. Go to Patreon for Mike Sport Murphy. If you want to just talk to me and you don't want to send me money, that's cool too. You can find me on MeWe, M-E-W-E. And that's uh, a substitute Facebook. That's very quiet and lonesome. So join me. Make me happy. Those other guys are there too. Some of them are. Um, 
And also, just so you know, I think I've probably mentioned this before, but if you didn't hear it, um, I'm still on the Facebook Messenger. I don't participate in Facebook anymore because it's evil. But uh, if you have mutual friends who are uh, still on the Facebook and wonder what's up with me, they can still use Facebook Messenger to say hi to me. I'm just not actually... I'm I'm using it just for messages. Anyway, yeah, so... uh, I guess that's the breaking news. I got this commission, and uh, I'm also, by the way, working on a couple of these dioramas. I'm going to post pictures of some of the ones that are in progress. These, but uh, you know, what I call souvenirs, and we're going to have another contest soon. I love the way these ones are coming out. So I'm going to show a picture on the Patreon to those of you who are interested, and on the MeWe. All right, enough of this. That's a long spiel. Back to some music. The magnificent, legendary Dion. Let me 
me say what's been on my mind. Can I bring it out to you? I need someone to talk to, and no one else will spare me the time. I used to think of Ferris wheel light sounds, the Friday hum of neons and blue. But now they're like circular. Of grated tin and rusted wind. Hey, now who really cares? Hey, won't somebody listen? Let me say what's been on my mind. Can I bring it out to you? I need someone to talk to.
That's the big number by Richard Farina, who was short-lived but celebrated writer and songwriter and performer in the Greenwich Village folk boom in the early 60s. And that song was recorded by all kinds of people, including Johnny Cash and Peter, Paul, and Mary. That version was a collaboration between Barbara Dane, who was a, a now semi-forgotten singer, but uh, was a big deal in folk and jazz circles in those days. Big activist. It was a collaboration between her and the Chambers Brothers, who were later the Fillmore East house band, pretty much. And I'm more familiar with that work. Kind of psychedelic soul. You know, time has come today. And if I don't know if I ever played you there. Uh, incredible cover of Curtis Mayfield's People Get Ready. If I haven't, remind me. What an amazing record. But there they were in the early days uh, when all that, um, you know, folk kumbaya, civil rights era stuff. And it's a song of uh, encouragement. Some might say futility because you can't give somebody your troubles, can you? Would you? Before that, somebody who knew about Troubles, I guess, Linda Perhax, on her album Parallelograms, came out on Cap Records. I want to say around the turn of the 70s, maybe late 60s, I forget exactly, but bombed completely. Uh, utter failure, and uh, she resumed a career as a dental hygienist, which is maybe why she sounds so down in the mouth. <laughs> But uh, it's a great album. It was rediscovered, and she had a later career bloom and released another album, maybe maybe more than that. But uh, I'm glad she got recognized eventually because it's a beautiful, beautiful album, Parallelograms. Now, that song, Hey, Who Really Cares, is unusual because, you know, when you have these little brief moments of possibility, as she did there with Cap Records, things, things seem to be happening. And one of the things that happened for her was that she got hired to do a theme song for a TV show. And uh, that song was the theme song. It was co-written with Oliver Nelson, jazz giant, really, arranger, band leader. And uh, it's good that it picked up a second life because it's worthy. And it's really too bad that her career was not allowed to flower. On the contrary, we heard before that Dion, whose career has weathered all kinds of ups and downs and all kinds of styles. I saw him performing in the 70s. I was pretty young, and he seemed to me like a relic from a previous epoch. <laughs> but, but it was incredible, because there he was, you know, doing the doo-wop that he was heavily involved with back in the early days. The rock and roll that he went into afterwards, that rollicking wanderer stuff like that song you just heard. And then um, folk music, Abraham Martin and John type stuff. Then he he just kept evolving and, and trying different things. He, I think that performance was the first time I ever heard a song by Tom Waits. He did, I think, uh, Looking for the Hardest Saturday Night at that show. And it really made a fan out of me, that performance. Uh, great, great Dion. Anyway, I told you about my friend Lane Steinberg. Like Michael Ferentino, he's involved in a bewildering variety of projects. Always. One of the busiest musicians in New York, I'd guess, but he's a great guy. And among his many projects, he's a close collaborator with the Calypso legend, 
Mighty Sparrow. Been his uh, right-hand man for a while now. They released a recent live album that I've planned to play and haven't gotten around to. But right now I'm going to play something from an album that he's done, a brand new record called Wonder Track, which is a collaboration with Stephen Burdick. It's killer. It's really killer. And I want to play this track because it's just really unique. It gets around. It changes from thing to thing. You never quite know where it's headed, but it's always headed someplace uh, beautiful. Exciting music. Brand new from Lane Steinberg and Stephen Burdick. This one's called I Wear a Hundred Hats.
Sunshine and puts on her Wellingtons. Country girl milking the goats, her legs open wide. All the springtime blows inside her petticoat. Evening can't come too soon. Evening time, and she goes looking for a lover at the church hall Saturday dance, hoping for a good-looking boy oh, who fancies his chances with her under the moonlight. Long after midnight, 
country girl She gets up on a Sunday Goes in good time To the half past nine mass On her bicycle Sailing along Singing hymns to the hedgerows Country girl Visiting the neighbours Dressed in her very best clothes That she chose from a catalogue Evening can't come too soon For her Evening time She lies with her lover boy Under the trees Flushing her eyes on her back in the bracken where nobody sees her Knees in the moonlight Long after midnight Country girl Monday at the sunrise She calls to the geese while she's stroking The sleep from her smoking eyes Under the plum trees, her toes in the crocuses. Country girl, putting on her pinafore, combs from her hair all the straw that was there from the night before. Smiles to herself now and then, now and then. Nice little clutch of idiosyncratic artists there. I don't know how you feel about Jake Thackeray, that last guy. That Boris Karloff kind of plummy vocal approach. It's an acquired taste, I guess. And I don't love everything he did, but I like that. I love the uh, feel of the song, the changes, that, that beautiful waltz springiness. And the tone of it, which is uh, not mocking or judgmental or... Uh, leering and salacious he's just talking about this lustful girl and her adventures there it is you make up your own mind you know what i'm saying hey i'm not gonna come up and make you say it you know i'm not gonna say say that you like jake thackeray i'm not gonna bother you while you're eating dinner inside at home or public place nothing i'm not gonna do that you are entitled to form your own judgments about jake thackeray or anything in my world before that was Bath Time in Clerkenwell. That was with a real Tuesday Weld, which is a guy named Stephen Coates who does these really appealing records out of samples and things. I need to play you more stuff by the real Tuesday Weld, because I like it. I also like Lindsey Buckingham. I like the, uh, I'm not a Fleetwood Mac fan. But I do like some of the stuff that he did with them, and I like some of his own versions of the things he did with Fleetwood Mac. That single there uh, was from an album of the same name, Go Insane, and it's, it has a very 80s sound to it. But I, I, I really dug it then, and I really dig it now, and I relate to it. 
I sensed a Brian Wilson thing in Lindsey Buckingham's music. And this was back when uh, you didn't hear too many people talking about Brian Wilson. So it was made me want to listen in more. And that album, Go Insane, actually, in some ways, overtly uh, pays tribute to Brian and Dennis. And again, Lane Steinberg at the top from his album with Stephen Burdick, Wonder Track. Highly recommended, as is all his stuff. You should go to Bandcamp or one of these things uh, and, and look him up, Lane Steinberg, and check out some of his projects and listen to bits and pieces and buy something. He's he's really, really good. Now, I guess everybody knows the song a Groovy Kind of Love. Was that the Mind Benders? And I think later maybe Phil Collins might have covered it to great chart success. In 1965, the song first appeared in the world, sung by Diane and Anita. I'm going to play that for you right now. And if you find it insipid, we disagree. When I'm feeling blue, all I have to do is take a look at you. Then I'm not so blue. When you're close to me, I can feel your heart beat. I can hear you breathe. Turn 
I'm gonna miss 
If it isn't too critical to you to uh, hear things in A440 tuning, <laughs> maybe you dug that track as much as I do. That was a band called Amanaz, and they're from Zambia. Is it Zambia? Zambia? The African country. And they were part of a movement called Zamrock. Well, that's what they call it now anyway. What happened was a lot of these young people in Zambia got a hold of a bunch of uh, rock and roll, psychedelic stuff, Rolling Stones, records like that. And they benefited from some ordinance that uh, the country's radio stations play a certain percentage of Zambian music. So a lot of these bands sprung up to take advantage of this sudden opportunity to be heard. And they made all these rock-influenced records that, that sound strange to our ears a little bit for all their attempts to sound like the Stones or Hendrix or whatever. Like all mutations, it goes its own way because of the cultural influences and habits of those musicians that existed already. It's my opinion that um, most of the beautiful innovations in music happen exactly that way. Somebody trying to do something else and landing on their own thing, you know, it's natural. I think the passion is there and it's beautiful and I happen to like the very relaxed approach to tuning. The song's called Kala, My Friend. And, uh, you know, I'm particularly sensitive these days to songs about lost friendships. Before that, you heard the legendary Tim Harden. Never fulfilled his early promise completely because uh, he had a hungry arm. Caused him a lot of trouble. Uh, and maybe cost us a lot of great music. I don't know, but he sure gave us enough. And that one is one of the finest. It'll never happen again. Before that was another Irish prog band. If you could call them that, you could call them a psych band too. I don't really know what category you'd want to plop them into. That particular piece is so orchestral, it's almost like soundtrack stuff. Um, Anduella. They were also called Anduella's Dream. So the, those of you who liked Froop when I played them on the uh, one of the Halloween specials, maybe check out Anduella for some more of that proggy Northern Ireland sound. The song was called World's End, and it feels like that to me. Prior to that, a, another little snippet 
from Egon Velish, that string quartet that I played earlier. Just can't stay away from it. It's really beautiful to me. And at the top, Diane and Anita with Groovy Kind of Love. I'm a sucker for that, I don't know, that innocent, that girlish thing, you know. I, it's what I love about the Shirelles. It's, um, it touches me, the, the, the innocence, even if it's contrived. I don't know. It doesn't feel contrived. Now, as I mentioned, to get back to the personal stuff a little bit early, you know, these songs are kind of dark. I'm in a dark mood. I'm not going to get into it too much. But the thing I just referred to about friendships lost, there's been an incredible amount of that, and there was a great big swooping lump of it happened at once when I quit Facebook. Because, you know, I can't do Facebook. The day that I quit was the day that, uh, after it was announced that the president caught the China virus, and uh, I went on there, and I couldn't believe how many people were gleeful and wishing him dead. And uh, regardless of politics, it just really terrified me that it had come to this. And this is how people were carrying on. I couldn't take it anymore, so I left. And there's a lot of people, obviously, that I shouldn't have done that to. But I just couldn't take Facebook anymore. It's just uh, the all the other crap that they do, all the censoring and... Um, selective fact-checking so sort of like that it just it's it's awful and i don't know if a lot of people understand how awful it is and how dangerous it is and the damage that it's doing to everything and everybody sounds like hyperbole i don't think so so i joined me that nobody else is on I've mentioned it before. I keep mentioning it in the hopes that some of you will join me there and get others to join me there. But the other important part of all this, and the reason I bring it up, is because it turns out I'm probably not going to be doing the WFMU thing, at least for many months. There's been a policy change at the station as far as the adding new shows. They're trying to limit it. They want me to do a show, and right now it looks like maybe springtime will begin the new show there depending on how things are in the world and in my life. And that's always a big question because I don't believe in the future. But anyway, that's that. So in the meantime, uh, here I am on Podbean and I'm staying put. So if you want to tell people about it, this is where they can find us until they squash us. I'll be doing this, you know, and it could happen at any moment. So please tell people to listen, tell people to download it if they like it so they can listen to them at their leisure. And, uh, this is where I'm going to be. And the other shows, of course, on the Patreon will still continue. I don't think they're going to squash people on Patreon, but you never know. But status will be quo for the time being.
as promised, the wonder stuff with Welcome to the Cheap Seats from their album Never Loved Elvis. Irresistible, I call it. And we started the show with a new version of that song by Miles Hunt, and we end with the original version because it's about that time. Let me tell you what you heard before that, though. P.C. Kent with After Dark. They were a uh, one of these one-flop wonders. They did one album. Incidentally, I didn't use that term as an insult. You should know that about me by now, but just making sure. Anyway, English band. Uh, Beatle-ish kind of thing. We heard. You heard that track. It's good stuff. Never went anywhere. But uh, it went here. And then before that, it was Jerry Mulligan and Bob Brookmeyer. Little number I like to call Open Country because that's the name of it. So, yeah. Yep, that's that. Time flies when you're contemplating uh, <laughs> jumping off a bridge. The next thing, the next thing out of me here is going to be a uh, another commissioned special, as mentioned. It'll be on this Podbean, and it will also be continued on the Patreon. So join us there. The content is building up. If you join us on the Patreon, you'll find all kinds of interesting things to listen to and a couple of interesting things to look at. I guess I'll mention the election only to the extent that uh, we'll finish off with a song that's relevant to it. I remember reading an article about Exine Cervenka, the lead singer of X, which is one of my favorite American bands ever. And um, I've played uh, tracks from this album before more fun in the new world she had gone pro-Trump and uh, the writer couldn't believe it couldn't believe it what happened to her I wish I could explain it personally I I don't know what happens to a a decent independent minded punk rocker makes them embrace uh, this uh, this horror this horror the writer after interviewing her noted that Exine Cervenga may no longer be much of a true punk rocker But she's decidedly a true Trump-era American, and she doesn't think she's wrong. She thinks we are. So this guy, his name is Warren Kinsella, and there's a number of people just like him. He addresses the reader as if we think the same way as him, and should be amazed and dismayed by Exine Cervenka's turn to the dark side. I don't know whether you think that's worth contemplating, but thanks for listening to Buckaroo Holiday. This is X. The new world. Enjoy it.
before, before they vote for what's his name?